Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. Verse 18, But we all with unveiled faces behold, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. I love this. So in verse 18 where it says, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. Now, the mirror is a symbol for the Word of God. As we look into the Word of God, as we're reading the Bible, the Word of God, we see God's Son, and the Spirit transforms us into the image of God. In other words, that word transform is metamorphous, and I love this because uh, what it speaks of is being changed from the inside out into something different, right? Like a caterpillar turns into a butterfly. And so when you think about being a Christian and when you think about what he's talking about in verse 18 about being transformed, that it isn't that you come to church and learn some rules and then try to keep the rules to be good. No, you you learn about good and evil, right and wrong, and then you pray and say, God, help me to do what's right. Help me to hate evil. Help me to love good. Help me to love righteousness. Help me to do what you want me to do and help me to not do things that you say are evil and bad for me and the people around me, right? And as a Christian, there should be changes taking place in our hearts and minds, and that indicates that we're growing spiritually, that we're conforming into the image of Christ. And that transformation is the exciting part about being a Christian because you come to church and you say, I want to love God. I want to be a a good person and and do what's right. I want to do God's plan. But then, as we talked about on Sunday, then sometimes you don't want to do it. And you need to know that God is loving. And if you pray, God will help you to understand his love and to love people the way he loves us. God is gracious. And when you pray and say, Lord, change me on the inside that I would treat people with grace like you treat me. God is forgiving. And when you pray and say, God, change me that I can forgive people the way you forgive me. And then that is about being transformed. And, and it's a great, exciting experience in life because as God makes you different, the people around you see the difference. And, and sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily a compliment. My wife and I were out with some people uh, from church, some leadership, and, and my wife told this group of people, Bob has changed so much. He's so giving now. <laughs> like, he was a terrible person before, but, uh, but I mean, I was, right? I mean, because I didn't understand God's love and God's grace. But, but really, you want to have people say that about you. Wow, you're so different now, right? I mean, that you're not the same person because that is the normal Christian life is to be transformed from the inside out. In Romans 12, too, it says it like this, the same sort of thing. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So every person is either being conformed to the world or transformed by the renewing of your mind by the Spirit. So everyone is being conformed or transformed. And it's important to realize that 
when it speaks about being conformed, that is from external pressures of the world. And quite often, it produces in a person who's being conformed to the world, there's, there's outside pressures, peer pressure, and, and you know, pressure from society. And, and what happens is that it causes people to be confused. Because inside, they think, well, that's wrong. But then outside, the world says, no, it's right. And so being conformed by this world means that this outside pressure, political correctness, sexual correctness, you know, all that weirdness, right, uh, that it, it causes you to be shaped and molded by external pressures, right? And, and now our society, because they're not being transformed from the inside, but they're being pressured from the outside. Now here's where we are. I read this news clip today. It was on a thing called Breakpoint. I, I read their stuff. And here's the headline. Massachusetts town discriminates against seven-person unions. Now, I don't know if your mind can comprehend that headline, but here's what the article said. Last month in Somerville, Massachusetts, the city council passed an ordinance to add uh, polymorous, uh, polyphomorous relationships to the town's non-discrimination rules. A 2020 ordinance made the town the first in the U.S. to legalize polyamorous relationships. That means you can, have a, you can be married to three or four people. But for reasons unknown, the new ordinance draws lines on what counts as a recognized domestic partnership, limiting it to six people. <laughs> now... This is the weirdest article I have read in a long time. So in Massachusetts, the city council got in a meeting and said, look, people can be married to one or two or three or four, but you can't be married to more than six. You can only be married to six people at a time. I mean, and, and the, the question in the article is, why did they stop at six? What's the difference between six or seven? If anybody knows the difference between six and seven, come and tell me, because... I mean, I don't even, it's just mind-boggling, right? Uh, It's just very weird. Now, so that's about being conformed by the world. See, what's happening is that city council is being pressured by certain groups to say, hey, we should be able to do whatever we want, and and it's going to destroy their community, right? Uh, And then I read another article from Breakpoint. Uh, Brad Wilcox, director of National Marriage Project, tweeted recently, and here's what he tweeted, most of my students think that cohabitation, and, and I call that shacking up or sexual immorality. My mom called it shacking up. I don't know where she got that term. That means you're just living with someone. You're not married to them, not committed to them, just having sex until you're tired of them. Uh, cohabitation is a good way to prepare for marriage. So he said most of his students think that's a good thing, and they are shocked after reading the science on this. Now, here's what the science says about marriage between man and a woman and Versus cohabitation. And cohabitation is just code for shacking up, hooking up, breaking up, whatever the whole process goes. But uh, here's, what, here's what the research says. Writing recently in the Institute for Family Studies, Jason Carroll and Brian Willoughby summarized that science that their survey of a new and existing data on the effect of sexual experience on eventual marriages revealed a consistent pattern. Sexual experiences, and then I think that's just sexual immorality, sleeping around, harms the 
uh, prospects for a lasting, fulfilling union, something that most young people still say they want. In other words, the research says that if you sleep around, just have sex with a bunch of people or live with someone or shack up with someone, that ruins your chances for having a long-lasting union. And they said, and that's what most people want, right? I mean, I I challenge you to talk to anybody, any heathen or pagan you work with and ask them, do you wish to live with someone for two years, break up, one year, two years, one year, break up, two years, break up, one year, break Or do you plan on staying with somebody for a long time? I've never met anybody that says, no, I want to get dumped every two years, right? So, so this is true that even heathen people, they want to stay married, but they're saying, you know what? Sexual immorality, shacking up, is harmful. And then he goes on to say, according to one series of studies using national, uh, national data sets, like the general social study, the lowest divorce rates in early marriage are found among married couples who have only had had sex with each other. In particular, women who wait until they're married to have sex have only 5% chance of divorce. 5% for the first five years for those who don't sleep around in the first five years of marriage. Whereas women who reported two or more sex partners prior to marriage have between a 25 and 35% uh, percent chance of divorce. And, and there's just tons of these stats. I just happened to read this one today. But this is what the Bible talks about. When you let the world pressure you to do whatever is worldly right, then the world is going to confuse you. People have dysphoria. People are confused because they're rejecting the Bible. So when you see people doing idiotic things on the news, you need to say to yourself, oh, well, that's what the Bible says it's going to be like in the last days. And those people are being conformed to the world. Now, you don't want that. You want to be transformed from the inside out. In verse 18, when it says, But we all with unveiled faces behold, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So we want to be transformed from the inside, right? And as we look into God's Word, He, by the power of His Spirit, transforms us. And that's one of the important reasons to go to church, right? You go to the bar, you get conformed into some weird sexual immorality. You go to church, you get transformed from the inside out to love righteousness and hate evil, right? And that's such a good thing. And that is something that God supernaturally does for you inside of you. And so if you struggle in your spiritual experience, you need to just recognize that you need to surrender and say, Lord, I need you to change me. I need you to transform me from the inside out. And once I learned that, oh, things are so much better. I remember when my wife said to me, well, early couple years of marriage, we've been married a long time, and she said, but you know, you have this problem. And I said, yep, and I'm praying, and Jesus is working on it. And then she just relaxed, like, oh, all right, well, if Jesus gonna, he's going to fix that, huh? I'm like, yeah, he'll fix it. And like, I don't know how long it's going to take, but, uh, right, he has the power to change me from the inside. And then just, ah, she relaxed. Oh, well, God's working on it, all right. <laughs> but God wants to change us from the inside out. And so when we have communion tonight, and, and Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, what are we remembering? We're remembering that Jesus died on the cross because he loves us, and that he shed his blood that we can be forgiven of our sins, not because of anything we've done, any good work we've done, but it's all because of him and his love and his grace. Our part is by faith to receive it. Say, Lord, we want what you have for us. We want your forgiveness. And Lord, we want to be transformed from the inside out. We want to be transformed by the renewing of our minds and through your word. And, and so, uh, so we're going to have communion tonight, so let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word. And we do pray 
as we have communion tonight, Lord, that you would continue your work of reminding us of how much you love us, Lord, as we have communion together tonight. Lord, we, we, we just want to experience, Lord, just a fresh outpouring of your spirit tonight. Lord, to know that you love us so much, that you desire great things for our lives, that you want us to have victory. You want us to be filled with joy and love and peace. And so we thank you for this time now in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. Calvary Chapel Caldwell is now hiring full-time and part-time positions for our exciting Calvary Kids Learning Center. If you enjoy working with children from newborn through kindergarten, please give us a call at 453-9653. Positions are Monday through Friday with our availability to fit your schedule. To learn more about these exciting opportunities, please call 453-9653. We look forward to meeting with you. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you, and may you have a great day. Today is the day you will.